0: You just have to flood a country's public square with enough raw sewage. You just have to raise enough questions, spread enough dirt, plant enough conspiracy theorizing that citizens no longer know what to believe. And then he said, The game is won. This is the five-minute focus for Wednesday, the 7th of September, 2022. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live, and this is a little look ahead into the next couple hours of podcasting. Also, an opportunity we ask you to grab, which is to share the show with friends. There's a share button on your podcast app, or do it the old-fashioned way, like I do on the web. I do share it from the iPhone app, too. Yeah, that was Barack Hussein Obama. And he was saying, he was warning us about this information. Seems to me that he was absolutely showing people how to use it to take the country down. I am still reeling from the speech that Joe Biden was caused to give, the figurehead, and the fact that that man stood in a dark room and pretended to care about light. And he said that we walk... In lies, that the truth is not with us effectively, is what the figurehead said. Of course, he tried to walk it back. Our one is dedicated to the people who run the figurehead and the figurehead himself. It's entitled Living in Lies, Joe Biden. Your party cannot live without them. For instance, it is unthinkable that any candidate would ever question the election. Questioning an election where there are obviously problems is, is dividing the country. Since when can we not ask questions about our elections? That's Carrie Lake responding to a reporter in Arizona who took her to task. Asked her to separate herself from President Trump, who says, the reporter says, is lying about the elections. It's a fantastic statement. that the, the leftist portion of the party cannot live without lies. There's still some truth in the Republican Party. There really is. There is no longer any truth in the Democrats. Charlie Crist. I saw this guy speak when he's pretending to be a Republican, and it was many years ago in Florida. I looked at, said, I cannot believe anyone thinks this guy's for real. Every day, not a day goes by that a Republican doesn't come up to me and say, I'm a Republican and I'm voting for you, Charlie, because this guy is too extreme. And he went on to say that uh, Ron DeSantis has banned books. No, he hasn't. Curating books in elementary schools is not banning the books. The spokes liar at the White House is busily explaining that, no, the the Democrats worked so hard to reopen the schools. Uh, Our schools went from 46% uh, to to open to nearly all of them being open to full time. That was the work of this president. And that was the work of Democrats in spite of Republicans not voting for uh, the American Rescue Plan. And the lies pile up. They literally Do not have a party without lies. I invite anyone to show me where they tell the truth. They can't. And that speech, that satanic speech in that dark room with the blood red backgrounds, it continues to resonate in me and I continue to praise God for showing us what it is. Lies. Congressperson Green would like to make it illegal, uh, a violation of the law, to be kind to trans kids to help. Trans kids. Yes, that's absolutely what Marjorie Taylor Greene is doing, to make it a felony to be kind to kids who have been conned into believing they're born in the wrong body. So we'll go through the lies, but also the corrections, just the easy way to show the truth uh, to a man, Joe Biden, who I think is his... uh, It's not my job to say God makes the judgment, but to me, his soul appears absolutely lost. In hour two, you might remember... Back in the day when Bill Gates called the mRNA injections, um, he called it a foundation for more tech. He called it a platform. And you might remember from the old radio show days and the podcast where I've been talking about how the party views us as hardware. They want to write the software so they can own the apps. This is the boss of Moderna. We think we can put in a single product. A lot of mRNA is taking care of all those viruses. And that once a year, you should be able to get an annual booster, single dose that has in the vial, all those amount for all those virus that are, of course, adapted to the strain of a season, like flu, like COVID strain and so on. And the idea is a bit like the iPhone, where, as we know, you know, a lot of us buy a new iPhone every, every September. You might buy a new iPhone every September. And then he says, we get new apps. So in hour two, we're going to address the fact that this couldn't possibly be a depopulation campaign. It couldn't be. What with the discovery that Pfizer and Moderna knew there were serious side effects in their own trials. The fact is they've been examined now and they knew it. The fact that the doctors are dying, young doctors in Canada at 12 times the normal rate the fact that there's more than a thousand adverse events after COVID injections in children. Oh, and then there's this inconvenient fact that deaths among female children increased by 57, 57% after the shot. We'll go through the awakening that people are having and Democrats are scrambling. This is the senator from the separate country of Washington state. Patty Murray asked about school closures. Were those appropriate? You still feel comfortable with the way that school districts, even, you know, in your home state handled the pandemic? I think we were under unprecedented times at that point where people really were struggling to figure out what was the best thing to do to make sure that their kids, their families, their children were safe. Yes. And you heard it right. She refuses to answer the question, of course. And it's been a long time coming, but professional people are starting to wake up and it's not just doctors. This is an employment lawyer who is very upset with himself for having not spoken out earlier, but he's speaking out now. I do think that being an employment lawyer has finally become a sexy job to have because everybody wants to know an employment lawyer at the moment. Um, So there's that side of it. The other side is for for myself, that reflection that I got off my, my own job was on the line and a few colleagues, but why didn't I act earlier? It is not too late to act. It is not too late to speak truth. If you're in those fields or any professional field, it is not too late to act. And for the people who did this to us, it's not too late to repent because that's your only hope. It's a five-minute focus we'll see during the podcasts. And let's do try to pray. I said try because it's very difficult. Let's try to pray for the people who did this to us that their hearts would be changed, that they would repent and then walk in light because that's what's going to get us to justice on this earth.